going to set it on fire. The one place where CEOs like you and me get to be together, where we get to figure out how do we set the damn thing ablaze. Your business, your life, your money, team, company culture, and all of the things that allow us to build bigger, better, stronger. I'm so stupidly excited that you're here because every week I'm going to pull one of my dope-ass friends from around the world or someone who I admire to teach us how did they do it. The reality is that if they were able to do it, you can do it too. And you're more capable right now with what you have than you think. So let the shadow CEO step in and help you get to your next level. Oh, I'm so excited. Are you ready? How do you add a million dollars in the next quarter? So whether this is a million dollars in cash, a million dollars to your bottom line, a million dollars worth of opportunity to your pipeline, I want you to know that you are way more in control of what happens for the rest of this year, I don't care where the hell you are, than you realize. CEO to CEO, let me tell you how to really set your prospect list or your money or your business or your cash, cash flow, your people on fire. This is going to be so simple and so ridiculously aha, and you're going to go, did I really, did I really just press play for this? The answer is yes. Yes, you did. And you're going to thank me at the end. In my hand is a list. And even if you're just listening to me, I wanted to come and uh, share and give this to you and record this for you because I know how easy it is to get intimidated by whatever problem is in front of you, especially if you find yourself in a situation where you just don't have enough cash flow to support where you are. You might be in the place where you're like, I got to let go of people. You're thinking to yourself, we got to downsize. You're starting to look at your P&Ls and things like that and, and asking your accountant and, and wondering, well, what the hell do we cut? What can I cut? Where do I cut back? And I'm going to tell you this. Yes, you can come back, but the truth is when, when it comes to solving this particular problem in your business, you can only cut back so much before you start to remove things that your team actually needs to still function. So let me tell you what the alternative is. The alternative is to just make more money. Woo! I know. You're like, is this shit for real? The answer is yes, it is. How do you make more money? So what, one of the things that I see across the country, or actually across the U.S., because I think of a couple of people that we uh, support in like Canada and Thailand and um, what other countries come in? London. And I'm thinking of calls and coaching calls or, or moments where I've been inside of the business and um, I always hear this from the CEOs at the table. They're like, hey, I went to this workshop. I went to this seminar. I heard from my friend. My best friend is da 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 And everybody today, we're sharing so much information and there's so much information to be consumed that you hear all these ideas around what you should do to implement tomorrow to make more money in your business. Now, I'm not saying that none of those things work, but I want to discourage you from implementing anything new in your business because it is either a distraction from what will really save you it is a lot harder to implement or integrate into your world than you realize. And it's going to stop you from making the money that you could have. And you're going to look up at the end of the next month and be an even more problem than you were this month or last quarter or last year. So if you really want to set your dollars on fire, if you set your dollars on fire, it sounds so strange when I say that, set your dollars on fire. We're not setting dollars on fire. We want you to set everything on fire. We want everything to be on fire. That is the truth. I don't want anything that you're touching to be cold average, just okay, um, all right, better than last year. I'm so over those phrases and statements and I'm over that way of living. And I hope that you are too. Setting, um, setting, your, your, setting this part of your business or your world on fire uh, starts with you doing exactly 
what I have in my hand, uh, doing something with exactly what I have in my hand, a list. When was the last time you just called everybody on your list? This sounds so simple and rudimentary, but let me tell you, it's, um, you'll hear tactical st- or strategic ideas like, oh, your last customers are your best customers. Go to your old customers and ask for referrals. Then you'll hear, oh, why don't you implement a referral program and da 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 And I'm not saying that those things don't work, but they all take a little bit of time and they all take a little bit of mind capacity and brain capacity that you probably don't have right now. But what you do have is time. And if you don't have time, you have money. But chances are, if you're out of money, you better make time. Where do you and what do you do with your time? You head to your CRM, go to your last customer list, look and say to yourself, and I know I'm talking fast, it's just I'm so excited about this because I know that it's easy to look at this conversation and to say to yourself, man, I don't think that I can do it. I've tried everything. Putting a strategy in front of a tactic will always way down a mind that's already like way down. Like I know for me and the times that I've really needed to step to the plate, not even just in my business, but I, I remember when the pandemic hit and all of a sudden I had like 15 phone calls and, you know, and I say it when it hit, but like the end of March of 2020, I remember being in this really awkward space because my phone was ringing across the hook and I had all these businesses running, you know, anywhere from let's call it 700,000 to a couple million dollars who were calling me and going, Tiffany, what do I do? I don't know what to do. And the truth is that I've never prepared in my life for that type of a marathon. I've never prepared in my life to run a marathon, not only to fix the things happening in my own company and my own team, because I wanted to keep everybody employed. We had four large events uh, scheduled around the world. We had two, one in the US or two in the US and like two or three outside around the world, literally. I had already put out cash for them. I had already spent all the money. You ever been there where you just spent all the money and made all the investment and then someone pulls a rug from underneath you? That's where we were. So I had to build my own business or rebuild how we did business that year because we were very heavily for one of our companies, very, very uh, deep inside of events. It wasn't until I started to get the phone calls from other industries, retail. um, I had a client who owned like, I don't know, 20 or so hair salons across a state you know, like different industries. And I said to myself, what do I do? So I could have, and I I entertained for a moment listening to some of the things I was hearing out there where there was like, let's try this tactical, the strategy. But I said, I don't want to complicate anything. I just want everybody to win. And what I know is that people are still buying from people. Like that part of our world has never changed. And it's because people are still buying from people and people want to connect with people. I could have at that time, just like today, I could totally just put someone else to go make phone calls and be disconnected and try to be strategic. But what if you and your company and your team made it a campaign, made a campaign, and you downloaded every person who has ever bought from you, every person who has bought from you recently, and the people who have not bought from you, and you just called them. That's not crazy. It's not crazy at all. You know why it's not crazy? Because when, you know, in many markets, well, I'll talk about the U.S. market, I can think of tons of industries, whether it's satellite, like, um, like uh, not internet, but the other one for TV, cable, 
cable and makeup and vacuum cleaners and food and milk. Like there are so many industries that lived, breathed, and died by their ability to have someone go door to door and knock on doors and simply go talk to people in the community, see what they need, and get them to make a step and to buy something. Now, the second part is getting them to make a step and to buy something doesn't even apply to what I'm talking about now. Like, can you imagine that there are people right now who are connected to you or on the list or in the database that you're not paying attention to and they for sure, they have issues, things happening. They need to talk to somebody. They need to solve the problem that you guys solve. They need a repeat of whatever you did before, but in their mind, they're not connecting the dot that you're the solution to their problem. You go to your CRM, your actual customer relationship management tool. And if you don't have one of those in place and you've been in business or you got a team, please comment wherever you're hearing this and play. Tiffany, help me. I need to find this. I need to get this together. The second thing, and I'm just going to tell you how to do it at no cost. So I'm not going to sell you something. On the other side of it is you have a, uh, you should have a list. So these are the two lists every CEO should have and make sure that they have in their company and it's their responsibility. Like it is my baby. Those two, because that's my intellectual property wrapped up in the audience that we can sell to, the people who can buy the product that we have and how I save my company over and over again. The second list is people who have not bought from you ever or they have indicated that they're interested, but they haven't said that they want to actually acquire anything. Let me tell you, tell you the key here, okay? So the key, the magical piece of this picture is that you don't have to have a campaign, you don't have to sell anything, and you don't have to be fancy. You can call and say this. Hey, uh, this is Tiffany Largi, CEO of Do The Damn Thing. You've been on our list for the last couple of years. And as crazy as it sounds, I'm just calling today to find out how can we help you? What's going on and how's business? That's it. Talking to people is probably the most overlooked way of moving things and getting things uh, uh, done. This week or this month, I should say in my own company, there's one, there's two companies that I have in mind and a third that I have in my back pocket. And as I've thought about all the fancy things I could do over and over again, I am so convinced that this principle that I've adopted for myself and for my team and even for my family, uh, just going back to the basics is really where the money is. Like that's the next million dollar win. So I, how do I say this? Like, because people are still buying from people and I'm going to go back to the basics, then really and truly, instead of trying to sell people, I just need to talk to them. I am never, like, I don't know how big of a company you run, but I'll tell you, I can't imagine in this life that there's going to be a place, a space, or a time that I'm going to be too big, too proud, too important to talk to any and everybody. A lot of my peers in one of the industries that I am, because I'm a public figure, and at any given time, there are people who spend a lot of money to spend time with me or to learn, uh, you know, to learn from me. And I respect it and understand it. And I see so many of my peers who take this and they run the wrong direction. They let their ego get in front of them. CEOs, I see that let their ego, well, that's just the office admin. Well, that's the person receiving every piece of mail you have. You better be glad that she's not shredding your jury summons and throwing it in the trash, you know, like be grateful. And every time I see this lack of humbleness or lack of respect or understanding of community or family or team, I see a CEO who's like going to go out of business one way or the other. One of the reasons why I pick up the phone and call our list, and this year I'm a little late in doing it, 
but I've done it every year for 20 years, is because I can't be disconnected from the hand that is feeding me. It is very simple. We are nothing without the people who believe in our products and services and buy them. And even though I may not have the time to call all 10,000 people on that list, I can definitely sit down for a couple of days and get through at least a couple dozen at a minimum and probably put it on my schedule again to do it the very next month while I ask other team members to get involved. I believe every CEO should be calling their entire database at least once a year. The whole thing. The whole thing. But what if they don't pick up? Doesn't matter. Leave a voicemail. Well, what if they such and such and and then give everybody a Google voice phone in addition to your phone line where they can just send a text. Hey, Jessica just called you. Manual. No systems, no automation. Like, you know, I don't think that most people realize this. And I'm going to wrap this up with this because I really wanted to make this clear that you're you're sitting on a gold mine and do the math with me. So if our average product or service is $15,000, let's say I pull a list and it has 10,000 people on that list. Do the math with me. If the average if the average audience is going to convert at about 20%, then 20% of that list of 10,000 people is having a problem that we solve right now. And let's say that half of that list is going, you know what? I really would like to solve this problem, you know, in the next kind of couple of months. They're going to go and entertain other people, but their companies are not as great or not solving the problem as great as your company is. So you might as well get let that person come and sit at your doorstep so that you can solve the problem for them versus them going somewhere else and the problem is being solved half-baked. The truth of the matter is that if you don't stay top of mind, your customer will have a backdoor to leave or your prospect or the people on your list and they're going to go buy from someone else and you're going to lose market share and you don't know why. Implementing a call once a year has been the greatest thing ever. 10,000 people on the list, half of the half are going to buy. 20% is 2,000. Let's say half of that is 1,000. Let's say half of half of that is 250 people. So if after 10,000 phone calls, we find 200 people, if we find 100 new people who want to spend $15,000 with us, do the math. You get what I'm saying? What if it was $5,000? Five thousand dollars at a at a at a hundred dollars or a hundred people is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I don't know what this math is in your business, but I'm gonna tell you this. This has served me for years, and this is one of the reasons why I never miss the next million. Because somewhere I make sure that I, our company, our team, that we have our customers, non-customers, and anybody who's leaned into us in the palm of our hands. And if you remove all of the barriers that keep people like disillusioned systems and automation and automated emails and automated text messages, automated voicemails, and you just find a way to human to human to connect belly to belly this thing, you'd probably save your company a whole lot faster than any system you can put in place, any course you could build, any consultant could walk in through the door. Just pick up the flipping phone, print the list tomorrow and pick up the phone. Hi, how are you? Be human. Like just be human and win that way. Use your human card. Yes, that's it. Use your human card and let's get to the next million with Wasn't that ridiculous? Isn't it wild to think that that person is made of the same thing that you and I are? Which means that you are just as capable of setting your business, your life on fire right now. But you know what it starts with? Action. And you know when that action starts? Now. This very week. Here's what I know. Somewhere inside of you is something you have not done 
something that you know you need to do and a place that you need to dive in deeper. I ask only that you do it right now. And if you're like, Tiffany, I don't know what to do. I need a little help. That's okay. You're going to do one of these three things next. Either one, you're filling on an application so that you and I can figure out how do we work together. Two, if you're like, Tiffany, I just got a quick question for that amazing guest you have on. Chances are I've got their cell phone number in my phone. And if you leave me a question or a comment somewhere, I promise you I will find it. And more importantly, I'll get that question answered for you and hit reply. Third, if nothing else, you are saying to yourself, I'm so excited. And you're pressing save and subscribing to make sure that you are with us again.